0: So the Western Church, I think, has really dropped the ball in the area of rite of passage. Mm-hmm. If you look back over like successful cultures, successful societies, yeah. they all have a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the, I think my favorite illustration, what really like helped solidify and crystallize for me what, what this trip is about and what it looks like, is uh, there's a story about um, an Indian village that all of their boys go and they have to do this rite of passage. What's up everybody? Welcome back to the Community and Purpose podcast. We are your hosts, Austin and Callie Walker. And wherever you're at, we hope that you are doing fabulous today. Uh, We are excited about uh, today's episode. So um, as we are recording this, we are preparing for summer and preparing for all of the craziness that summer comes with. And so I hope that you have amazing plans for your summer as well. Looking forward to um, things of being a family and maybe vacations getting away. Uh, There's just a lot that comes with summer. And um, today we're gonna talk about one thing um, that we are adding to our summer that um, we have never added before we've never yeah first never, time yeah first time it's it's mainly because our kids are getting older and so today we want to talk a little bit about um, something that we're doing with our oldest son Emerson and now uh, we're we're doing a rite of passage trip and so um,
1: yeah it, <laughs> we kind of have talked about it right. back and forth a little bit. Like yep. you had kind of come to me and said like, I think this is something that would be really important for our boys. Yeah. Um, Cause you had heard about it from somewhere or read something on it. So like, tell me a little bit about what you studied that brought this about.
0: Yeah. I mean, where it came from was I, I was listening to a podcast and there was a guy interviewing um, a guy who had three sons and he felt like, there was a missing piece of his transition from adolescence to adulthood, hmm. and he just talked about how, in his life, he struggled to make that transition from being a kid to being a man and uh, he described it as saying he felt like um, he felt like we just assume that boys are going to turn into men because they are growing in age, and that just is simply not true and so I'm driving down the road just listening to a podcast that I enjoy and not expecting to hear anything about this. And all of a sudden he's talking about what it means to do a rite of passage trip with his boys, what it meant for his son, what he did, what it looked like for him. And I all of a sudden find myself crying, driving down the road Hmm. on my way to the office on a random Tuesday morning. And he walks through this plan and this process and this intentionality that he went through. and showed his son the plan and the process that he had gone through to turn him into a man. And it's been something that I've always tried to. Like, we, as we started having kids, we set priorities and things that we want our kids to be all about. And, like, those things were to be men of character. Mm-hmm. Um, to be hard workers, to be uh, contributing members of their communities, to love Jesus. Like, we set those things on a, on a course, and we've done some pretty intentional things to help those things happen. But one of the things I just had never thought about was where does that pivot happen? Where yeah. does that transition from being a boy, being a kid, to begin the process of becoming a man? Because it's very different. And so the the scripture passage that um, this guy talked about was 1 Corinthians 13, 11. And he said, "When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child, and I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away those childish things. Hmm. And that just it, it hit hit me in a place where I thought, hmm. I think that I definitely fall into the, fell into the category of thinking that my boys will become men because their their age grows up in number.
1: Hmm. That just they because will biologically it happens.
0: Biologically, their bodies will mature, yep. and they will become men." And was just convicted in that moment. Like, Hmm. that's just simply not the case. There is a world out there that is vying for their attention, that is vying for their affection, and that is saying, these are the things that, this is what it looks like to be a man of faith, a man of character, a man of whatever. And so, like, those things I felt like, hmm, like, if the world is going to be so intentional about offering those things to Hmm. grab their attention and their affection, then we have have to be even, like, more diligent in creating an intentionality around around raising them and giving them opportunities to do that and so a big piece of that is a rite of passage and like drawing a line in the sand and just saying like from this moment forward i want you to know that the way that we are going to parent you is to not no longer be raising a child but to prepare you to be an adult Hmm. and and we've heard you've said this before like raise adults like you're trying to remember that you're not parenting kids you're raising adults yeah
1: when you think about, so this guy had his whole plan that he did with his kids. Yeah. And you kind of heard his plan and like, is there, are there, are you doing it the exact same way he did it or are you doing it different?
0: I'm doing it, um, I'm doing the Austin version of what he did. Um,
1: yeah. That feels on brand.
0: Yeah. I kind of have taken in what I liked, um, walked through his whole program and it's super in-depth his program and what he did and the way that he did it was super intentional um, There's a lot of back-end work that I did. So I've done all of my stuff mm-hmm. um, but then there were just some I mean, he has more resources than we do sure. So like a rite of passage trip He said that it just needs to be significant needs to be memorable. It needs to have be success driven It needs to be surrounded by his entire community of men that are caring for him um, and so his Trip he took his kid and they took a month in the summer and they went to Spain wow. and like hiked the into, like a whole mountain range for a month wow. together and That's just not a reality for us. I mean, yeah, we don't have that kind of time don't have that kind of resources yeah. uh, to be able to do that but also felt like um, In my like I don't know him and his life really really intricately sure but like to think through like i feel like i have like micro moments like this with my boys like our life is not like i'm not a large church pastor i'm not gone you know 30 weeks a year speaking at conferences and writing books and like doing those things like he um like he maybe was and so to take a month off with each of his boys and just go and do a massive trip um i feel like there's opportunities for that but we are doing that and so um it's going to it's going to be like a I don't know. What to call it, like a presentation is strange, but like there's going to be uh, at the beginning of the trip before we fly out. There's going to be kind of a ceremony where all the men in his life are going to write him a letter, um, and I imagine it's going to be you know bonfire is what I'm picturing, and um, you know we're all going to drink a beer. Together. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's <laughs> not, what the movies. Not that
1: kind of man. Yeah,
0: that's what the movies would tell us that we should do. But no, I imagine we'd would have a bonfire, and then um, both of his his grandfathers. Um, his uncles, me, um, some close friends that are part of his life, I believe will read a letter to him and tell him, you know, the things that they are aspiring for him and the things that they want for him and things they see in him. Um, and then there'll be a pivot to say, um, one of the ways that he, we describe it is kind of as a, as a child, the easiest way to think through is like, un- he's underneath your leadership. Mm-hmm. So as a kid, he's under his mom's leadership, um, and, like, that's part of just that that nesting, that, like, care, that, you know, all of those things. Not just you, but, like, that's kind of the easy pivot. Like, now he's going to pivot into manhood, and so he's going to pivot into, like, more under my leadership, which is going to be a significant shift. It's going to be— Yeah,
1: for uh, him especially.
0: Yeah, so it's going to be a difficult um, transition, mm-hmm. a difficult pivot. Um and so having, having that be um, a significant moment for him. And then we are going to take off and we're going to spend um, a week together, just him and I. And uh, we are gonna, we're going to go and we're going to do things that I think are specific to his development. So mm-hmm. the interesting thing about it is creating a specific plan for each of my boys. Yeah. Um, it's
1: going to look very different.
0: Yeah, because of, the, because of the things that they believe to be true about themselves. So
1: yeah.
0: um, Emerson is very compassionate. Great like hospitality.
1: Very tenderhearted. He,
0: tenderhearted feels everything yeah. and and oftentimes leans towards fear before he takes bravery. And so True. a lot of the things that him and I are going to do are going to be pushing him To realize that he is more capable that his body is more capable that his life is more capable than where his mind throws a gate in his way Yeah, so um, I picture that we are going to climb a mountain probably probably going to spend a fair bit of time in the wilderness um, Spending time teaching him how to survive I'm going to throw him into a few different like lost scenarios Like what, what are we going to do in this moment to prove to him that he is capable of making wise decisions under stress? Yep. Yep. And whatever happens, happens. So like, Mm -hmm. let him be the driver and I'm along for the ride. So give him opportunities to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, There'll be some high adventure stuff. We're going to maybe do some zip lining or um, whitewater rafting, some things that would also push push him him, out of his comfort zone, push him past that comfort zone. Um, And all of it, like super, super affirming like there will be because there's nothing that is required or needed and so it's going to be a moment by moment experience and so not going to be like but you have to do this like what are you doing like knock it off like none no negative reinforcement just continual like encouragement um to to tell him that he's he's capable of more and that he can do this and um, that we're in it together and that I would never put him intentionally in danger and yeah. that his mind is telling him that he can't, but his, he is fully capable and those kinds of things. Yeah. So
1: when I think about this, like, I know that there's, you know, a few schools of thought on right of passage trips, you know, yeah. like some people do it at 10. Some people do it at, you know, 16. It just depends. Like we've chosen to do it the summer after our boys turn 13 and yep. we'll do one for Scarlett too. It'll just look different. Um, but Tell me, like, the things, like, now it's coming up. Like, what are the things that you're nervous about, the things you're excited about? Like, tell me, you know, just, like, break down for me what you think, what you're thinking about it at this point.
0: Yeah, I mean, it started off, we set it at the summer after 13, Mm -hmm. and we talked about it like, gosh, maybe is it too early? (laughs) Like. Like, is, is Emerson ready for this? Like, yeah. like we don't want to just draw a line in the sand and say like, well, this is the line. Like yeah. you're a man now.
1: Which like, is like true because kids all develop at different totally. rates and like their maturity develops at different yep. speeds. And yeah.
0: Yeah. So we were, um, I told him about the trip.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I don't, he doesn't know where we're going, doesn't know what we're doing. Um, but he's a planner. And so part of part of this is that I'm I'm trying to give him a little bit of disorientation. Yeah, um, to I help should give you grow. a disclaimer
1: here. He, ba- he he I think he does know where you're going because he said to me in the car one night. Is it dad told me that we're going to Colorado for our guys trip? And I was like, oh, yeah, yep. I think that is what you're doing. That'll be really funny. He goes, I'm just kidding. He didn't tell me that. But you just told me I was like. Great.
0: I told them I told them it was between a couple of different locations. So.
1: so sorry about that.
0: It's okay. The location is nearly as important as the, <laughs> as the activities. But like I think the fear that I probably have is we were driving in the car um, when we decided this is what we we're going to do last fall sometime. And I just, I told him that we're going to go and do some things and it's going to be challenging. And it's going to like, we're going to have conversations about what it looks like to be a man and to grow up and to gain responsibility and to start leaning into the things that it's going to require to be an adult male in the world. Um, And I said, there's going to be some things that are going to push you. And he said, are we going skydiving? And I was like, I was like, what, why? I was like, maybe, Why? And he's like, he's like, I don't want to, he's like, I don't want to go skydiving. I, that's, I don't, I won't do, I won't do it. Hmm. And so we talked about it for, I mean, probably 40 minutes in the car together. And I just said to him, I said, Emerson, I want you to know that, like, know that I love you. You know that I care about you. You know that I would never put you intentionally in danger. And like, this life is all about like, um, like measured risk. And like you learning how to measure risk. And like at this point in your life, you can trust that I will measure the risk for you. But as you grow up, you are going to have to learn how to measure your own risk.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And I said, I said, do you trust me? And he's like, yep. I said, do you believe that I'll ever put you intentionally in danger? And he said, no. And I said, I said, are you willing to go on this trip and do whatever, whatever I plan? And he's like. I don't know.
1: Yeah. That's a scary, like letting go of the control for him is Mm -hmm. hard
0: for sure. And so he thought about it for a long time and he's like, I don't know. And I said, but before we go, like the only thing I need from you is your word that you will attempt everything that I plan for us. We may not get it all done. We may not finish it all. We may not get everything completed, Mm -hmm. but what I need you to do is give me a verbal agreement that you will attempt and give it your best and push yourself um, in whatever I have planned. Yeah. And and I said, and you don't have to tell me no. I said, whenever you're ready to tell me, I was like, you just tell me, and at that point, I will push go on your trip. And so it was probably. It was probably two months.
1: He, he thought about it for a long time. Yeah, it
0: was probably two months that he thought about it. And I didn't bring it up. I didn't talk about it at all. Like, he would just randomly, him and I in the car alone, he would just say, like, like, so what are we doing on this trip? Like, what kind of things? Like, he's trying to gain. you out. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, I said, I promise you, it will all be, it'll be you and I, and it'll be fun. And it will be challenging. And nothing will be more than you can handle is what I just kept telling him. Mm -hmm. You're capable of doing it. You're capable of doing it. You're capable of doing it. And he was like, he's like, okay, okay. And randomly, I mean, this is just him to a T. We were just walking, like walking by each other in the hallway. And he just stopped. And he, could I had told him, I said, I need you to tell me like, dad, I fully trust you. And I'll do whatever you plan on this trip. I was like, I need you just to say those words out loud to me. And that's when I'll push send on it. So we were crossing paths in the hallway. And he just said, Dad, I was like, yeah, what's up? He's like, I trust you and I'll do whatever you have planned. Hmm. And I was like, all right, man, I'll get it booked. And so we started planning and trying to figure it out and yeah. trying to figure out what would be special. And so we're, yeah, that's what we're, that's what we're doing. But it's that that's my fear. Um, my fear is... Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know when the right thing is. He's my first.
1: Yeah. You know. I think it seems like it's a fine line between like wanting to push him, but yep. also like not wanting it to end in failure. Correct. Right. You know, like wanting to push him, like show him like you're so capable. You can do all these things, yeah. but like not pushing him so far that it feels mm-hmm. like. Gosh, I've let my dad down. I can't. Right. I didn't do this, and I, you know, he thought I could do it, and I couldn't do it, and like, you know, yep. so trying to find that line.
0: Yeah, and a lot of the a lot of the conversation around it is not like, because I'm not trying to create a the rite of passage is not a, um, not a pass fail. Hmm. It's not a a produce something. It's not accomplish something. Yeah. It's simply like the win is him and I together. Mm-hmm. Like the win mm-hmm. is the conversation. Like like what I picture, like if we're climbing a mountain and we get to the top, like the win is not that we climbed the mountain. The 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 win is that we were together and we did it and we high five at the end and like celebrate it and we take a picture that yeah. we'll have for the rest of our lives. Like a shared experience mm-hmm. more than um an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Um and so like that's and that's a new wiring for me. Like I am very, very like production driven, very mm-hmm. accomplishment driven, and so been really, really intentionally thinking about how I can hold things open handed hmm. that like that part of it is going to be letting him drive, like as we create a rite of passage, letting him drive. The direction that we're going to go. Like, where should we go from here? What would you like to do? Like, we have these three options. What would you like to do? And let him make the decisions. And then we will get through those things together um, is, is what I'm looking forward to.
1: When you think about, like, the conversations that you are hoping to have, like, what do those center around Like, obviously, like, it's about bonding together. It's about, I mean, I'm sure you'll, there's things you'd like to cover, but like specifically, are there like bullet point, like conversations that, you know, like this is part of the rite of passage that we for sure are going to talk about these, you know, X, Y, Z things.
0: Yeah. I don't know that I have like specific like bullet points, um, like written out or anything, but it's, it's definitely, um, it's definitely the conversation around that, that being a man. And being a man of integrity and a man of character and a man of honor, like, mm-hmm. those things require a handful of things. Like, I think we'll probably, t- like, when I think about climbing a mountain, I think, like, it's going to require some grit. I mean, you, you've got to push through hurt feet and soreness and altitude and, like, like pushing through and saying, like, your body hmm. will will hurt before it breaks down. And so like i think like grit i think character i think honor um i think that there's going to be conversation about um i think we're going to talk about sex probably while we're there um in a safe environment um talk about what does it look like to be in a relationship what is marriage you know like i think that there's like a few seeds that we've been planting for a long time but has just been kind of really surface And really, I think that digging in and there'll be space, I mean, with a week, just him and I, like, I think there'll be a lot of space around a campfire for him and I to sit and just to say, like, as questions come up, like, there's no agenda, no timeline, like, just if you have a question, like, we, I would love to hear it and we can have a discussion and a conversation around it. And so, um, yeah, I think it's going to be more so like Hmm. that you are capable of more specifically for him. Like you're you're capable of more. You can do like you are honorable. Like like speaking those words over him and telling him that he already has everything he needs to do all of his, those things and be that person. Um is really, really big. And then also I think it's gonna be a lot of affirmation. I think that um in the everyday whirlwind of life, um, raising a teenager, um, right now, our world is a him and I's world is a lot of correction and it's a lot of butting heads it's a lot of eye rolling and consequences and it's just a lot of those things right now and so um i, I think that there is a need for a brief like a real thick amount of affirmation yeah um and just being able to share with him like my heart and how i feel about him and yeah. all those
1: things i think yeah when i think about you too i think that you you definitely like don't see eye to eye like as much as you and Silas would, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I think that this is going to be a huge thing for him and your relationship to go and like feel like gosh, yeah, like my dad really does think I'm really awesome. Yeah. Even though like in our day-to-day life and I roll my eyes at him and whatever, you know. Yep. He still really does think I'm awesome.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's uh yeah, it's great. Um I I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Um I I honestly think that um Specifically, the Christian Church in America. So the Western Church, I think, has really dropped the ball in the area of rite of passage. Hmm. If you look back over like successful cultures, successful societies, yeah. they all have a rite of passage. Hmm. Um, and I think the, I think my favorite illustration, what really like helped solidify and crystallize for me what, what this trip is about and what it looks like, is uh, there's a story about um, an Indian village that all of their boys. Go and they have to do this rite of passage, and so they they take their boys at a certain age and they take them out into the wilderness, and they blind are blindfolded. They take them out into the wilderness um, where they have already talked about all of the things that happen in the woods. There are bears. There are birds. There are mosquitoes. There are all kinds of things yeah. that could hurt you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they take the boy out and they, he stands sits in a in an area and he has to the whole night. He goes out and he sits on a stump, uh, blindfolded all night. If he takes the blindfold off, he doesn't finish. And so he goes out there and he sits down and he has to spend the entire night. All the animal noises, all that the evening has to offer,
1: whatever temperatures and yeah, whatever happens,
0: yep. he has to he has to spend the entire night. And so he sits out there all night blindfolded, and has no idea. There's noises happening all over the place, and then he wakes up. The sun comes up the next morning. And the rule is that you can take a blindfold off and then walk out of the woods um, by yourself the next morning. well, when he takes his blindfold off, he realizes that the all of the men of the village have circled where he's been sitting, so he's been inside of a cocoon inside of a safe circle, but he doesn't know that hmm. so there is a safety net underneath him um, around him, and yet in his own mind he has to push himself he has to be mentally vigorous enough to stay the course, to trust the process, and to break into that new thing. And I think that that's really the picture that I see. I really see it as an opportunity for our boys to go and to feel like, ugh, like this is further than I can go. Like, I can't, I can't climb that hill. Yeah. I can't climb that mountain. I can't do this whitewater rafting. Right. Like I can't, like I can't get myself to jump off the platform on the zipline. Whatever the thing is, um, but understanding that there's a safety net around you, and that that safety net is me. It's people that love him. It's our family. It's a relationship with Christ. Like all of those things are,
1: yeah.
0: a safety net around him um, it is really what I want to. I want to show him that he is, he has what it takes to, to grow up and be a man. And so um, I think that's my challenge really to do it. Um, and really my challenge to parents of boys. Um, I, do think, I do think that it is more of a male problem than a female problem. Um, not to say that there, we're not going to do a rite of passage trip, but I do think that there is a little bit more success with the way that girls are raised and the way that they are, like, communicated with and the way that they are raised up and, like, encouraged and, like, shown what it looks like to be a strong and independent, like, woman. Um, whereas men, I feel like there is a little bit of a disconnect um, in, like, being in touch with your emotions and, like, actually, like, thinking about your mental wellness and, like, all of those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. We just, you know, like, you talk about, like, yeah, we're sitting on fire and you drink your first beer with your dad. You know, like that's generally what the rite of passage is because to talk about feelings is vulnerable and our culture just doesn't do a good job at saying that men can be have emotions, that men can like have feelings And, and having those things and being in touch with those things and and knowing how to leverage those things for. Um, the betterment of your family and of your community and of your yeah. your spouse and like those kinds of things, I yeah. think is really, really important.
1: And I think when, when I think about like, obviously our boys are the oldest in our family. So we haven't, we haven't had to give a lot of thought to like what that will look like for Scarlett. But right. I think if you think about it, just like on a person level, you yeah. know, like there will be things that we will want to cover with her when that time comes. Yeah. And so I think it's, it's a lot about just like growing into adulthood. Like, what does that look like? What, yep. what steps, like, do you personally, you know, like what roadblocks do you and I, as their parents see in their, in their way, in their future, you know, like, and what can we do to come combat those things? And so I think that there will be something for Scarlett. It might not be mountain climbing. It might be, who knows, right. but like, we'll just have to take that as it comes. Yeah. Um, but know that we, we are going to do something equally for her, like that her and I will go do.
0: Yep. Yep, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's. It, we're, I'm looking forward to it. I yeah. think it's going to be. I think it's going to be great. Um, I think that um, to break the mentality and thinking that it is, um, it's just going to happen by accident. I think hmm. it takes a lot more work. I think if you are um, the dad of a son, um, I think it's easy to think through that like he will just become a man because he's grown up. Yeah. Um, and I think that even like thinking through a rite of passage trip. More than Colorado more than mountain climbing um, It's a lot of work on the back end and on the front end. I mean yeah, and so like really being intentional I think it um, It has taken a lot more work on the front end for me to get a plan together and get thoughts together um, To walk through my own story walk through my own journey of becoming a man like to walk through those kinds of things and think through like what are the things that I Really, really like grasp onto when I was a kid. What are hmm. things that I learned from my dad? What are things that I didn't learn from my dad? Yeah. What, what are, are things...
1: things I wish I would have known?
0: Yeah, like all of those kinds of things, and really like mm-hmm. being intentional and in writing that down and uh, and putting a plan together to to be able to create something specifically for Emerson that he will know kind of where that's at um, and where we want to go and and the things that I see in him, things I need to instill in him, that I need to reiterate for him um, is. Is really really encouraging and exciting, and yeah. so I think it's going to be a big deal. Um, I'm, I'm excited. really excited
1: for you guys. Yeah, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be really huge for him. Yeah, I think that he's so much more capable um, than he gives himself credit for, yeah. and so I think going and doing something that feels scary or challenging or that he definitely wouldn't do in his everyday life, I think, um, is going to just be huge. And then also just the time for you two alone together for yeah. sure.
0: Yep, I'm excited. I think being a dad is uh, is just really, really a uh, sacred responsibility hmm. and really, really important work. And I think it's easy to think that since it's every day, day after day after day after day, yeah. that it'll just happen. Um, but I think that being reminded that those responsibilities and that sacred work um it takes a lot of intentionality uh, i think it's really really important to do and so i'm excited yeah. uh, to do that and uh if you guys want more information about this if you're like gosh what the heck is this? i don't even know where to start um we i would just love to say like reach out you can reach out to us on social media austin t walker is my handle and everything and uh or you can email us at podcast at com, and uh, we'd love to send you out any information that you have um the, the process that I went through is something called the Primal Path, and we'll put that in the show notes if you want to purchase that um, by a guy named, um, I can't think of his name, John Tyson is his name. And, uh, so it's a, it's a really, really in-depth, huge thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and I just say like, don't overwhelm yourself. Don't do too much, mm-hmm. like do what is right for you and your son. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a great thing and it can, it can really be important to create, uh, create a legacy. I think
1: it's easy to overthink things, you know, yeah. like I think if, if anybody knows what your son needs or your child needs, like it's you and yep. your spouse, you know, or you as their parent. And so no, like seeing those things, seeing the areas that you see that could potentially be a struggle down the road or the areas, you know, that, that they need to be built up in. Like, you, you know, those things, Right. you don't necessarily need, you know, to follow some crazy, you know, huge plan that feels overwhelming.
0: Yep. Yeah. I think reading through it and like picking and choosing things, I think were important. Um, it was really, really helpful to not feel overwhelmed and big.
1: Yeah, it's good. It's nice to have a place to start.
0: Yep. Yep. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah. We're going to be doing it. And uh, I think it is going to be pivotal for for Emerson and I, yeah. um, and as we move into a new level of responsibility and relationship together, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm really excited about it. And uh, yeah, just grateful for for the opportunity. And so, uh, if you guys feel like this is helpful, you know, feel free to beg, borrow, and steal. This is no, this is not any proprietary information. This isn't some magic pill. Um, you can have it and take it. Feel free to reach out to us in any way that you can. Uh, but we are grateful uh, that you would spent some time with us today. Mm-hmm to uh, see you guys on the next episode. Yeah. See
1: you guys.